thanks for staying with us here on Real Presence Live. Before we head into our next segment, I want to invite you to visit our website, realpresenceradio.com, for even more great content. There you can listen to programming from your local area, find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows, or if you want to hear Jacques and I banter with each other, you know, because you missed an important, important part we talked about. You can listen to it over and over. Over and over again. Or you can submit a prayer intention. And, as we said before, nominate your favorite priest for donuts and so much more. Be sure to check it out, realpresenceradio.com. Well? Welcome, welcome. We have Allison Albright in the flesh sitting, <laughs> sitting here with us in the beautiful mustard seed. And, um, Allison, thanks for joining us yeah, this morning. We'll, we'll see if I make it out of here without buying anything. That might be a first. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for being on the air with us. Maybe just kind of start us out with telling us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, I've lived in the Black Hills since probably about May 2008, moved around a little bit between Rapid and Sturgis, but um, I'm from Western North Dakota originally. Um, my parents are still up there. My brother and his family live up in um, small town in the oil patch. It's actually my brother and his wife's birthdays today so oh. happy birthday to them if happy they get to birthday. hear it happy he's birthday. 40 i'll bring that up <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's great uh, so can you tell us about your faith as you were growing up yeah um i was grew up methodist confirmed in the methodist church um my i mean my parents you know very stable home life and we went to church pretty regularly um and it was just, you know, it was just kind of the natural thing. Sunday, you go to church, did youth group, things like that, and um, just involved in activities. And I've always had a belief in God. It, it just had a lot of questions over time and <laughs> kind of went from there. So, yeah. So how did you end up considering or what, how did the Catholic faith pop into your life? <laughs> um <laughs> You know, it was about, and kind of goes back to 2016, actually. I was, um, I've had depression over the years, and I was really at the point where I could manage it with exercise and supplements and stuff. And then it was just one stressor after another, some losses, and I was just at the point where it's like, okay, Lord, I'm at my breaking point here. <laughs> then, yeah. oh, let's have five more things pile on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just at the point where I was angry at God, and I, not not that I ever stopped believing, but I was just like, I'm done with church. I'm over this. And just, you know, I'd try going and just wasn't getting what I needed. And I was just getting curious about the Catholic Church. Um, I had friends, like what, two of my best friends growing up. You know, I'd go to youth group. They'd go to CCD. And one of mine, she went to um, Catholic school from like fourth grade on. So, I mean, it was just... You know, I was Methodist, they were Catholic, but, you know, just didn't really think much of it. And um, and I know um, Jessica, my she's one of my best friends, and she was one that went to Catholic school, state Catholic, very strong faith, and just, and there was that part of me that was like, okay, you're staying with it through all this. And then there's the, there was the other part of me going, okay, people keep getting on the catholic church to change so there mm -hmm. something had me kind of curious about it in that regard yeah so what did you do with all that um <laughs> i live near the cathedral so i just went online and 
I didn't know there was a difference between daily mass and weekend mass at that point, so I just went to a daily mass after work and went in there and you know tried to follow along with everyone going, okay, well, now we're kneeling. And, yeah, yeah. And I brought the wrong pants. I yeah. didn't know we were going to do all this yeah. activity. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. wait, knees cracking. And, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I liked it and I was curious and I ended up, talking with Jessica on the phone a bit and you know she was laughing so I'm going I thought I don't know if I'm going to mass because I was trying to figure <laughs> out to make sure I wasn't like crashing a baptism or something you know yeah. and um, and her husband converted a few years prior to me and he had been Southern Baptist and yeah <laughs> wow that's it, a conversion yeah and it um a lot of the questions and struggles I was having he'd been having so she's going, you know, do you want some references and resources? So, you know, they told me about Father Mike Schmitz and Scott Hahn and some different yeah. books like that. And then um, they had mentioned RCIA and said, you know, even if you end up not converting, you'd still probably find it interesting. And they sent you to the mustard seed. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, there's a Catholic store in town. But, uh, I, I finally went to a weekend mass because, you know, at that point yeah. I didn't realize it was different and, you know, Partly I'm going, oh, this makes so much more sense with the missile now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was one of those, I just thought, okay, this is what I've been looking for. I'm home. Mm. This is what I've been, I mean, it just, it was, you know, very, I guess, reverent and just felt real. It wasn't a show. So there. what exactly made you feel like that? You know, it, it just felt so reverent. It wasn't a rock concert. It was... I was a little shocked at just how much was read from the Bible mm-hmm. in there. Cause I mean, I just, I, I think the only Catholic service I'd been to prior to that was a wedding and I yeah. was like a freshman in college. So I didn't hardly remember anything about it at this point. So. Right. But, um, I mean, the priest just seemed so genuine up there too. So, yeah. So how did your family and friends respond to this decision to join the church? Because obviously this whole searching and, and you, you made this decision, I'm going to join the Catholic church. And, and that had to have been a shock for some people. Yeah, because um, thankfully my family was not mad, just more confused. Um, we don't have any Catholics in the immediate family. Um, my <laughs> my mom, on my mom's side, we're um, part Lebanese. And so... I thought, you know, when I was kind of exploring, I was going, well, if something comes up on the phone, or, you know, I'll mention it. Otherwise, I'll talk about it in person. And I went up for Labor Day in 2018 up to my parents' house, and my mom had just been to a Catholic, a Maronite Catholic funeral in Minneapolis for a relative. And I said, well, speaking of Catholic. (laughs) But, um... Who knew a dead relative would set you up for that? Yeah, it's like, well, that door got kicked open. So. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> and, um, you know, she even said she knew I was searching, but yeah. Catholic just didn't cross their mind at all. Um, I had some friends that had kind of weird reactions initially, just like, well, they don't let women be priests, and I don't have much of a filter. And I said, well, I prefer a male in the pulpit, and, you know, which stuff. was the truth, but yeah. it was like, okay, I probably could have worded it differently, you know, kind of stuff like that. So this was in 2018, right? Yeah, in 2018, in the fall, I started Alpha okay. at the cathedral. And how long was it before you started that, like when you started searching? 
How long did that um, process, was it right away that you're like, I'm going to jump in or did it take you a year or two to um, kind of warm up to the idea? Pretty close to just jumping in because I think I started attending the cathedral in July of 2018. So yeah, so it was pretty just all in. Yeah. How did Alpha help Alpha? I think I just said Alpha. How did <laughs> Need some more coffee. Yeah. How did Alpha uh, help you in that discernment process? We just had Brett on. He was talking about evangelization mm-hmm. at the cathedral and Alpha. And uh, wh- How did that help in your process of discernment? Did it solidify anything? Did it leave you with more questions? Did it make you hungry for donuts? Or yeah. You know, it did get me more curious about Catholic faith. Um, I had a really good group of converts and cradle Catholics, and um, I actually met my sponsor through that. And you know, she and her husband are still good friends of mine. So, but I mean, it was just really ended up making some good friends and developed a support system in that too. So, which is important. I mean, when you're making this type of a a, a life decision, because it it's going to impact every area of your life, you need a support system that is going to be with you through the whole journey. Yeah, and it was kind of a goofy time for me, too, because um, I'm single. And, you know, like, like I said, most of my, my immediate family is not Catholic. So it was doing that. I had friends having some weird reactions, just, you know, so it was like, okay, I'm excited for this. And at the same time, I'm stressed out. <laughs> yeah, know, so. yeah, yeah. Well, and rightly so. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So now... Okay, so you've made this decision, you're all in, you're Mm -hmm. learning, and you're like, I'm ready to join the church. And then you had this unreal adventure on Friday. I I know, I've heard this story, so Uh, I know, I I, I just want to spill it. I just want to tell it. I I haven't heard this story, so So, I'll have to, I'm new, I'm I'm new. You're new, so you just... (laughs) Yeah, Thursday, um, Holy Thursday, I actually had my feet washed by Bishop Gruz, and... Next day, I took the day off from work thinking, well, I'll go do stations and do confession one more time before the vigil. And I woke up and had these kind of weird bruises on me. And I thought, well, that's weird, you know. And they just kept developing over the morning. And I finally went into urgent care. And I kind of debated that even because I thought, I'm going to go to urgent care. And they're going to tell me it's viral anyway. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. So I'm hanging out at urgent care and hanging out at urgent care and, you know, doing some different tests and stuff. And um, I, my platelet count really dropped, which platelets are for blood clotting. They're and, important. Yeah. And I learned more about platelets than I ever <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> and um, usually you want them to be like 150 to 300. Mine were measuring at three, which was why I was getting all three. The, yeah, which was why I was getting all the weird marks because any contact was basically yep. leaving. Yeah. And in the meantime, my sponsor had been texting me and she's, you know, and she was kind of joking when I finally called her because at this point they came in and said, you need to go to the ER. And they said, do you have someone that can meet you there? And I'm thinking... Oh, wonderful. It's noon on Good Friday. Who's gonna, who's either not at work or not with family at this point? Yeah. And she had been texting me, so I call Renee, and I'm going... And she was kind of joking about, oh, you're getting cold feet? And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm at an urgent care, and they're sending me to the ER. I said, are you working a full or a half day today? So um, she was working, but her husband, Pat, came and met me at the ER, and, you know, I drove... They wanted me to take an ambulance, and I'm, you know, at that point going, well, that's expensive. I'm not paying for an ambulance, you know. 
and they're like, well, don't get in an accident on the way over. So I, you know, on the drive over, I'm going, okay, Lord, just get me there in one piece because I'm wavering between, well, this is weird, and okay, do I have leukemia or something here? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, worst worst case scenario pops into your head yeah. immediately at that point. Yeah. So get to the ER, and you know, they were doing some more tests, and Pat Renee's husband came in, and you know, then they said something about, yeah, you're being admitted, and I went. I feel fine. What do you mean I'm being admitted? And she goes, you could have an accident if you bleed. Yeah. You, you could bleed to death at home if you had an accident. I'm going, yeah, I guess I'm being admitted. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I guess I'm staying here. And so this is Good Friday Good afternoon, Friday. right? By yeah. this point. And, and you're supposed to be, you know, like. Going go to the Good Friday yeah. Mass. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my first visitor was actually. Um, Father Christensen came over and did the anointing of the sick, which I'm going, okay, I don't think this is the sacrament I want to be receiving. <laughs> Can we just expedite the rest yeah. of them right now? Yeah, yeah, just in case. Yeah, and it, um, and you know, I called my parents and I said, well, why don't you wait until Monday? Because at this point, they were, my brother and his family were just pulling up in the driveway when I'm calling them, but I'm going, you know, they're hopeful if I respond to the first round of meds, I'll get to go home. Yeah. You know, and then. Easter morning, um, the phlebotomist came in, and she's talking about, you know, she had to leave the vigil early because the mass hadn't ended, and she was working early in the morning. I'm going, really? <laughs> and then the doctor comes in and, you know, does all his stuff, and then afterwards he looks at her and goes, were you at the vigil last night? And I'm going, oh, come on. <laughs> Everybody in the room was at the yeah. vigil but you. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I was supposed to be there. And, you know, Dr. Tachek's, oh, well, have you told them you're Catholic? You can receive yeah. communion. I'm like, yeah, uh, not quite. <laughs> so, I am, but I am not. Yeah. And then later that morning, um, got a bit of a scare because my platelets had dropped to two at that point. So I was receiving platelet transfusions and got the daylight scared out of me at that point with it um so i it turned into a 10-day hospital stay wow when it was all but um you know my sponsors and some people from rca brought up supper for easter sunday we had pizza and whatnot and i had a lot of visitors from the parish and stuff too and it it turned out it turned out to be a good thing because um when my parents ended up coming down, they were able to meet a lot of my friends and go, okay, this isn't like some... Yeah. This Cult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, do I say that or not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these are actually normal people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So what was happening, you know, my, my wife, Annie, she converted when we were in college. And, um, and I remember those moments leading up to the vigil and the excitement mm -hmm. and you know, the intense uh, anticipation of, of finally being where you want to be. And what mm -hmm. was what was that like? You know, you kind of alluded to it with all, everyone in the room, but like where was your heart and that like desire to be united with Christ and yet you're in a hospital room? Yeah, it was, it was very weird because I, I kind of laughed because I learned more, learned, got a quick study and asking the saints to intercede and yeah. it's like oh let's see how this goes and it was just it was one of those where you were almost kind of jealous going oh yeah, yeah. you guys are all doing that <laughs> <laughs> like and i'm here trying to find something to watch on television because mm. i can't go <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Yeah, well, God had asked a lot of you in that moment. <laughs> he wanted, you wanted to be intimately connected with him through your, your first communion and all of the other things you're anticipating. And he says, no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So how long did you have to wait? Um, it was May 15th when I finally did communion. It was for confirmation of communion. So it was about a month afterwards. Aww. And you know, a, a lot of it I can look back and laugh at. Um, someone from church who I'd never really met came up to me and goes, I'm praying for you. God wants you to quit worrying and just trust his timing. And I'm going, and this was a couple of weeks before yeah, all yeah. this. And, and she said it to me a couple of weeks later. And I'm going, dang, you know me well. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she stopped up and visited me and we're both going, okay, this isn't quite what we had. This wasn't, yeah, this wasn't what we anticipated as, you know, yeah. as a thing. Well, it must have been well worth the wait for that moment where you could finally just resign completely to this is what God's plan for me is and to be joined you know, with him in a way that you had never experienced before. And obviously you were healthy enough at that point that there was no risk yeah. to your health. So that, that was also a blessing. Thank you, God, for that yeah. blessing. <laughs> uh, but we have a few minutes left, a couple minutes left. Do you have any final thoughts or um, encouragement for those that are also on this path to converting? Um you know, talk to your priest. There were numerous times in the follow-up after I got converted where I was with both Father Matt and Father Brian and kind of processing some of this and just having to be hugely supportive. I can't speak highly enough of them during this. And I think just, you know, for me as a single person, you have to kind of step outside your comfort zone. So if, if you're in that position, go ahead and try it. I mean, Going to it isn't going to, you know, you're not automatically joined. Yeah. You didn't show up to Alpha and they, you know, give you a special shirt or something. Yeah. They they didn't like come knocking on my door and stuff like that. It's like, I mean, give it a try. And then if you're in the position of, I mean, just the support is huge too. And for me, just the follow up after with, you know, I'm still good friends with my sponsor and her husband and made a lot of friends at church. I think that's, if you do take the step to convert. That is a big thing of just getting involved in meeting people and making friends and being part of the family. Yeah. You know, you know, we are, we are a family and we look out for each other and we pray for each other and we're invested in each other. Yeah. And that that's, it's important. Yeah. And especially, especially nowadays with how crazy the world's gotten. I mean, just doing prayer group with friends and some stuff like that. It's, it's been huge. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Allison, for taking, you know, this morning, coming to the mustard seed, tempting yourself with the books and religious articles in this wonderful store, because it is a temptation to come in here. Yeah, so. walking through, it's like, ooh, Fulton Sheen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you for coming and for sharing your story. And uh, we are just grateful that you, you came out on the other side of it, healthy, happy, and holy. Yeah. Amen. Well, so. thank you. Well, up next, they are celebrating their parish feast day. Stay tuned to learn more on Real Presence Live when we come back. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 